Thank you for listening to Becoming Truth. Becoming Truth are episodes of received guidance, touching many themes and questions of living in a higher consciousness. The host or guide of this series is Jean Christian. You can listen to Jean's podcast, excerpts from her upcoming book, The Journey into Deep Memory, as well as guided meditations. Follow Becoming Truth at becomingtruth.com, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on CICK Smithers Community Radio, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Our world appears full of chaos and suffering, division and war. We need guidance on how to face this world, how to live out our lives within it. We're calling this listening today, facing the world. Guidance begins giving a stream of beautiful light, a soothing beautiful light flowing right down through my heart, down into my center. It's an immediate lifting, an, an immediate reassurance, without any words at all. As though the pain in my heart and the emptiness in my, my mind has just invited this, this stream of beautiful light carries it all, carries all the purpose, all the meaning of existing. If the purpose and the meaning of existing is for love, for the beauty of creation, that is all held in this stream of light flowing into my heart and into my center. And even though the opposite is all around darkness, hatred, destruction, fear, despair, that in no way changes this purpose, the purpose of existence and of our being, which is to know this love, to live this love, to know this beauty, to be this beauty, to create it, to find it, and to, to build it in our lives. The greater the darkness and the greater the despair, the greater the destructions and the wars, the more it is important to create love, create beauty, to deepen the belief and the knowledge in the purpose of existence, 
and to deepen the knowledge and the wisdom in the soul and in the human mind and heart of this purpose for existence. It is akin to being in a garden or in a forest. <clears throat> when, when the winds come and the hurricanes come, the more deeply rooted into the earth, the safer one is, the more one survives the storms. And this deep root comes from the well-being, the health, the vibrancy that is in that plant, in its, in its very formations, its longevity, how it lived up until that moment, gave it the root structure to survive the next moment. The root structure of the human being, of the soul, is to be sunk deep into itself as a soul, a soul of the universe, a soul that is beyond this physical description of the world, of this temporary state of humanity, the soul is deeper and bigger and greater than the present. And it is deeper and greater and bigger than the present identity of mind and of emotion. A greater identity than is made of the world in its present state. A person who is deeply rooted into this understanding, this understanding that one is here to develop and create consciousness, the consciousness of the soul, the consciousness of the purposes of creation. To feel that, to not need it to be all in words, all in book studies, to not need it to satisfy the mind's structural understanding. To feel it. To have it be a lived and known feeling in the heart. Beauty isn't just the colors of the flower. It is a deep resonance in the recognition of the soul of the wonder of existence. And love is not just the kindness, the loveliness of another person, or a child or a partner. Love is this much deeper knowing of the wonder of consciousness itself, of the whole fabric of consciousness. Of, of the whole wonder that consciousness can flow into a form, a physical form, a brain, a nervous system. The wonder of creation, 
the integrity, the unity of creation. That includes everything. It includes the wars, and it includes the chaos and the destruction. Somehow, all of this is part of this fabric and part of this evolving of the purpose. Do you know that every being, both human and otherwise, seeks equilibrium and safety, fulfillment, contentment, peace? Every being in every strata of creation seeks that. It is built into the very genesis of every being to seek that, to seek the sunlight, to seek the warmth, to seek the fruits, to seek safety. What is safety? You can easily answer safety from your human emotion and mind. To be out of danger, to be not threatened. But what is safety? Safety is the mechanism built right in to these genetic forms of all descriptions to recognize the moments of goodness, to recognize the moments of fulfillment and survival. It is safety to have a good meal, and it is safety to be out of the storm. It is safety to have empowerment, to have a leader that leads one into plenty. A leader that allows life to unfold around and bring plenty. All creatures seek safety. Safety is indeed built in to implement and sustain survival. Therefore, fear is a direct result when that safety is not sensed and not believed in. The safety that this stream of light suggests and that is felt deep within is a much greater survival a much greater sunlight and warmth and a much greater nourishment. One who is basing their existence and their reality and their identity from the soul rather than from the animal world of which the human is a part of, does not 
feel that they are threatened, threatened by death, threatened by chaos, threatened by destruction. Yes, their form may be. Yes, their bodies may be and their homes may be. But they themselves, they as an identity, as a presence, are beyond that. They know the much greater survival and the greater safety is to be seated in that light, in that eternal presence of being of which the human is. The human being is the embodiment that hosts that eternal presence of being. This is their intelligence. The intelligence of creation and of the universe is in potential full flowering in the human being. The human being is beyond this destruction that is temporary and this chaos that is meted out in this animal world. If you literally are in the wall and if you are literally in the line of fire, yes, you must seek which we would call the temporary or temporal safety. And yes, you can be expected to feel the fear, the threat to your body, to your life, to your home. And yet, if you are not in the center fire and you are not in the zone of the war itself, if you are a million miles away in a sunny meadow, in a land of peace, This world has it all. And to face this world, to discern from where you stand. If you stand at a greater distance, you have the opportunity, you have the responsibility to come into that much bigger space, that much deeper rooted reality of peace of knowledge and of being. One who stands at a greater distance from the war is creating peace and is spreading and emanating the higher light, the higher reality of beingness into the whole human being, into the cloud of shared consciousness that the human being is. There is no actual separation. There is a place of union within all conscious beings. And one can pour and emanate their higher knowledge, their light, their stream of light, and fill this cloud bank, this shared reality, enhancing evolution doing your part. No one has nothing to do. No one can stand back and say, well, I can't do anything about this. We could say that those that stand at a great distance from places that are falling into chaos have as much to do by sending forth from their heart, their soul, and their consciousness the 
reality of unity, the reality of peace. Perhaps this has been called prayer, but prayer is not just an empty word, a languaging in the mind, a hope or a calling or a plea. The true purpose of prayer is to exist in the state one is yearning for, for the other, to send it forth as an energetic message that is real. It's not just a thought. It's not just an empty thought, nor is it a helpless thought. Someone else is going to do this for you? Someone that would be called God? What is a prayer? A prayer is a state of being that is created in the one praying. And having that be like ascending forth, an inclusion and a, a gift into the entirety of human consciousness. One who is standing close to the trauma must spend their energy physically to be safe, physically to survive. One who is at a distance from trauma must understand what their role can be at that distance. Oppose fear with trust. Oppose hatred with love. Oppose anxiety with peace. Join the war, join the holy war that the human being is in and has been in all along. This is nothing new, what you face in this world. Nothing new at all. But what could be said that is new is that the consciousness is lifting and rising in this human being once again as it has before and as consciousness lifts and rises there is even more responsibility and more that can be done to realize the world in unity to realize all beings in unity to realize that there is not a million miles, really, in the plane of truth, of the plane of frequency. The masters understand this. Those of fully developed consciousness understand this. That it is one tremendous cloud of frequency that all beings are enjoined to. And that in this vivid, lucent, fluid cloud of frequency, what one sends into it means everything. If there is hatred happening, send love. Be love. 
emanated. Emanated in your silence, in your meditations, in your prayer. Emanated in your direct surroundings and to everyone around you. If you feel fear in this world, increase the love in your life. Increase your understanding of how to live love and understand love in your life. If there is distraction, pain, anguish, and chaos in the world that you face, let your choice be to increase within your own life and in your own sphere of action. That which builds trust, that which builds peace and wellness, that which teaches peace and gives opportunity for wellness. To the intensity that you face, match that with your interactions. Never feel the despair of helplessness. Never feel the despair that all is for naught, that this is a world devolving and falling into death or chaos. That is the path of unconsciousness to follow. And soul doesn't die. And all those people dying are souls. Their bodies, their lives died. Their souls didn't die. Their souls need still the love, the belief, the light. They are a continuance of existence. as you are, and as all are, and all have been. How many times have you died? How many times have you faced the world? There is purpose in this. And the purpose must be awoken to and realized. That the very peace, safety, and wellness that everyone seeks is in their hands to create. It is in their mission, in their purpose to create it. And it is in their legacy to create it. The world will keep turning and evolving and moving through eons as it already has. And these brilliant beings called human beings are very intricately a part of that evolution. The 
bigger picture and the bigger landscape of vision is that this is what the human being is here to do. Dispel the unconsciousness, the helplessness, the fear, and the anxiety of being in a temporary reality that is falling apart. A temporary safety that is tenuous. And to wake up to the true safety of existence. And to wake up to the, two purpose, the true purpose of being in embodiment in this world. Is to shape it. Is to shape one's own life one's own family, but to shape the whole human family, to shape it by what you become and what you do with your moments, with your events in your own life, and what you do with events in the world. Oppose fear with trust. Oppose the vision with unity, hatred with love, despair with hope, not as a thought, but as a meditation, an inner state. And when that inner state locks in, there's a vibration, there is a connection, like a light turning that radiates that very state outward to everyone around and on and on into the world. Becoming like a charge, a tone, a music. Become that tone, that music, that emanation of the very thing that is needed out there in the world and the very thing that is needed in everyone's life whether they are in a war or not this is what will direct the continuing evolution of this world in all its forms in all its stratas is that highest pulse and that highest vibratory emanation of beauty and of love and of the true knowledge of existence. Existence is a beauty. It is a joy. And it is based and founded and begun by love. Yet these are all words to Words that if you sink below the words into your heart, into your soul, you will feel wordlessly as the truth, the truth of your very being and your very presence. The truth of why you put one foot in front of another. Why you raise these beautiful children. Why you do anything and why anyone it is to become who we are in fullness to become that celebration of, of joy 
and to tend this garden of humanity and of all living beings with compassion, with love, with belief, believing in what we're doing, why we're doing it. What is this garden we're trying to grow? What is the reason? We are raising these beautiful children. Look into their trusting eyes and glimpse into their pure souls. They already know, they already trust. They are built to trust. They are built to know. Teach them to oppose hatred with love and teach them to oppose fear with trust. Teach them who they are and teach them that the medicine of giving the opposite is the cure. And that when one witnesses destruction, violence, anger, meanness, they are witnessing a lack and an emptiness of the very opposite. The true medicine is to give the opposite. In small ways, and in big ways. The most powerful, the most cruel and disordered leader is the most fragmented, empty heart there is. Emptied out so very long ago seeking in distortion peace and safety. Back to the stream of life. Back to the silence. Back to the opening of just sitting in the presence of the infinite light truth and of beingness, the infinite light of no description, no title, and being a receiving bowl for that light. Fill yourself Fill yourself with that light and be lifted above this rubble of fear. Be lifted as a witness to the infinite light. 
and every soul, every human that is dying for any reason is dying into that infinite light and into the endless potentials that are in front of them. There is no absolute ending for anyone. Only absolute potentials.